Have you ever thought about how much you'd like to say but never knew where to begin? Well, Neon Bloom Productions is the place for you. They provide services like podcast production, vocal training, translation, and consultancies. They've produced a number of super diverse and up-and-coming podcasts within Africa. Go to www.neonbloom.co.za for more information and awesome podcasts, including this one. That is www.neonbloom.co.za. Neon Bloom Productions, we make your voice heard. This episode is also made possible by Senec Group. Senec Group provides products and services in energy, information and operation technology, cleaning, fogging, decontamination services, and manufacturing of chemicals. So if you require cybersecurity solutions, solar panel installation, or deep cleaning services for your home or business, Senec Group is the right fit for you. Visit www.senec.co.za for more information. That is www.sinac.co.za. Hi, everybody. Welcome to my podcast, Black Woman Business. Can you believe it? We've made it to episode number 24. Oh, guys, I'm so proud. Listen, today we're going to be talking about one of the very exciting topics. A friend of mine was quite interested. We were at a networking business function, women's function, and she was so keen and she told me, you know what, Tuli, on the podcast, can you please cover this topic, which is networking for entrepreneurs. So the topics that I'm going to cover today under our episode for networking for entrepreneurs is why go to the networking function? Envision the day, the type of event, at the event, the subtle intro, get away from the norm, and you get rusty if not going often. So guys, I'd like to start here. It's very important, like I said on the previous episode, when you go for a meeting, same applies as when you go for a networking session. You must know from the get-go why you are going. It must be very clear to you who, who are you intending to meet, who are you intending to speak to, about what, and how does it fit into your goals and fit into what you are trying to do in your business or even just in your networking space? I personally feel networking could never be a waste at any time because also most of the times you never know who you're going to meet. But I've been fortunate enough that when I go to networking sessions, sometimes they will give you the list of people that will be there in good time. So you're able to see who's going to be there and when you work the room, you know exactly who to target, what are you going to ask them, and that type of thing. 
with networking, it's very important to know why you are going and also the preparation. You need to prepare. You can't just find yourself in a room. You need to prepare yourself mentally, not just the look or the outfit or or whatever, but more importantly, how you're going to approach the opportunity. So what opportunity is this and why do you actually want to go? So right at the beginning of my business career, the main thing that I used to do was to envision the day, especially when I was very nervous about it. It could be a room full of about 50 people or even a hundred of people, women, all genders, sometimes mostly corporate Um, It depends. It becomes very important to envision what you would like the day to play out like so that you just get get rid of the nerves before you actually even enter the room. And I found this quite nice because then you actually get to anticipate a few things before you even walk into the room. Like, for instance, I remember I went to one of the South African oil and gas association it was in one of the fancy hotels and they had invited like global people and the mayor was also there and I was just like so nervous about this gathering but what I did is immediately when I received the invitation and decided that I'm going to go I saw one of the speakers on the program and I thought to myself this is definitely the guy that I want to speak to I want to introduce myself and I went through his LinkedIn seeing how he can assist my project and I said okay I'm definitely going to go and then I started making myself all all nervous for all sorts of reason with women it's even worse you start thinking about your hair, you know, you just derail. So it's important to just get all of that out of the way. Even a few weeks before you go to the place, you just work it in and start start to imagine yourself in the room. Because what usually happens is that you scare yourself so much and then you end up being unsure if you're going to go. Now you know where that is going to go. Definitely you end up just not going and just deciding to cancel the whole thing. So it's very, very important to be very decisive from the word go about whether you're going or not to the event, envisioning the day. The more you take it to the detail, the better it is for you when you actually really walk into the room. The type of people you're going to engage with. Sometimes if you don't even have a list of who's going to be there, you can sort of make out which companies are you going to be around. Or with the women's event, you can sort of make out you're going. Obviously, there will mostly be no men, that type of thing. So I also did a lot of this, like how do I want to come across or present myself to this particular group? Am I looking to show my womanness, you know, my feistiness? Am I I showing up to represent the business, to talk about technical things, my nuclear background? Or am I showing up as a businesswoman, engaging and having more of a relaxed time? or trying to ask tough questions to the people that would be at the panel, asking them, you know, challenging questions. What is going to be my approach? So I envision 
that detail so that I know exactly what type of energy I'm coming in with. Usually I always embrace these. I quite enjoy them very much. So for me, it's never really a waste at any point whatsoever. But I think preparation is the main thing because this can just hit you, hit you off guard and you're not know, not sure what to expect after that. And you're feeling a little bit lost. You're not even, <laughs> you're not even feeling like yourself at the time. You're just being hit by a blizzard of, of, of assumptions in the room. So it's very important to prepare yourself so that when you go into the room, you come out with what you intended to, you know. And then another one, that I want to move on to is the type of event or the function. What type of event is this really? So this event that you are going to, like I said, is it more corporate? Is it more technical? You know, that type of thing. It's very important that you really, really recognize what you want. Sometimes the event can just be purely for networking reasons, just to meet people. Recently, I've been like enjoying going to art art functions. My one of my cousins is a is an international dancer, so she will invite me to go, and I really enjoy the ambience, just the energy of artists and poets, singers and dancers. Mm-hmm. So basically, that one is just purely for engaging and networking, and just you know, just soothing the soul, nothing really having to do much with the business. But it's so funny how you always meet somebody that you you share a synergies with. Sometimes that could happen. But it's also very important to recognize from the get-go the type of event and also so that you can be in the right mood, like in relaxed mode or, or so forth. And then now, when we finally have made it to the event, I'm just going to give a few practical steps. A couple of years ago, I went to a three-day course, and there we were being taught how to network. And um, some of these pointers I got from that from that course. When you are at the actual event, the, the friend of mine who asked me to do this podcast was how do you now start engaging with people when you find them? Some sometimes it's tea, tea time. People are standing in little groups of two or three. Sometimes even bigger groups, and they're already like engaging with each other and they chatting and whatever. So the first thing that was pointed out to me is that the easiest person to talk to is the one that is standing on their own. The person standing on their own is the one that you go up to, introduce yourself. Hi, my name is Tuli. I'm here. I, I got invited by so-and-so, or I thought I should come and check this out. And, you know, then the conversation goes on from there. At the beginning, at the beginning, it's really, really awkward just coming up to a stranger. But sometimes it's so comforting when you look at somebody in the eyes and you can see that they actually also want to engage. Very welcoming. When you start saying hi, others, you can just see probably a person has had a hard day or they're just not even that social type of person. They're more shy, you know, and they just want to hold back. Sometimes it depends, you know, you'll meet different types of people, 
But it is your responsibility that when you go to the networking event, remember, you had that target that you wanted to achieve. And in order to get there, you definitely need to work the room. You need to work the room. Otherwise, it feels like you were never there. Nobody remembers you and nobody knows and you've left. Only if you're a spy or a secret agent is that. <laughs> or maybe you're on some other course. But if you are at the networking function to engage with people, you're definitely going to have to step up. I know there's people, there's lots of people that are really, really, really apprehensive about this one because they they find it really difficult to go up to a, per, a random person and now start greeting and whatever. But if you are running your own business, this is a fear you have to overcome. You have to overcome. Otherwise, who are you going to pitch to? How are you going to pitch? Even if you employ people to do the pitching, you need to pitch yourself to your employees first so that they believe in your vision and then they can get on your ship and then they can go out to sell your product. So it becomes very important for you to now uh, get away from the fears of, of approaching people. Like I said, the guy standing or the lady standing by themselves is the easiest to approach and they're usually on the far end. So you're going to walk out right up to them and start introducing to yourself to them and how you came about. Obviously looking at them in the eyes, also just to read read the energy or the situation because sometimes you never know people are going through a lot of things that person might not be in a good space to be having a conversation but they just found themselves being in that networking room you know so another one that is very important is that when you find two people chatting to each other it's not always advisable that you go up to them because these people are engaging in conversation and they've already like tried to establish a chat or, you know, maybe they've been longing to have a conversation with each other. It's probably sometimes private or you don't know, but most times it is that those don't disturb those people rather go to three or four people standing in a group rather than the two people. But sometimes you will see sometimes in their eyes, if they are inviting or not, but mostly I try to stay away from that. And before I learned about the course, I actually made a mistake. I went to a function and at this function, there were like professors and things. Professor Janssen was giving a talk and he was doing one of his philanthropist activities and he invited a lot of people and I just found myself oh, so lost. I couldn't find anyone in my age group. And I just walked up to this gentleman who handed me his card earlier and he was standing with someone. And when I noticed his card, I saw that there was something engaging and I was busy with a project that was in his background. So I walked up to him and then I greeted the lady that he was chatting to and then I started talking to him. I could see the lady was mortified, like, you know, I think she just couldn't believe how rude I am to now just butt in like this. And later on, I also noticed that actually this lady is a celebrity and, you know, celebrities, <laughs> they like to be celebrated. <laughs> so in this case, I was just going for the guy she was chatting to. So it was 
mm-hmm, very awkward. And then I learned that, no, this thing of, of two people, and it's happened to me quite a number of times as well, where I'm just chatting with someone and I'm having an engaging conversation. And sometimes it's becoming like very deep and very fruitful. Here comes somebody. And this person, this person is jumping in and becoming like, hi guys, how are you? My name is so-and-so. I'm just like, that is so out of the blue, you know, that's like so random. And it feels like, I don't know, it's just awkward for somebody to just come in. And I've come to understand that no, it's because people don't understand the etiquette of those type of situations. And obviously I was also once in a place like that where you just easily just chip in and go on along and start talking. (laughs) You know, you start talking. Very tricky one, very tricky one, because now you are deflating their conversation and they're still like in their head, who is this and what are you doing here? So that one is also very, very unfortunate. So be careful of that. Jumping in to two people is also not the best one. This one of the safest ones, like I said, is when three people are standing together or when four people are standing together. So usually if these people are behind you and they're conversing, you slowly turn around. First of all, don't say anything. Listen to the conversation bit by bit. Allow yourself or your eyes into the conversation or the person that is speaking. You nod, you nod slowly, you agree. That time you're trying to understand what are they talking about. (laughs) You don't just jump in. It's very rude to do that, guys. And it just makes you come across as some sort of like a hooligan or something. I don't know. But it's just, it's, it's not cute. So you nod and you nod and you're listening. You're taking note of what is being said, and this one answers. And then you slither in nicely, gently, and you can see now the people are looking at you and doing the nodding that you were doing a few seconds ago. And then you start talking to the people, and then they also respond. Obviously, you don't clamor in and start wanting to hear your own voice. You know, it's very important to hear the opinion of others. That one was very difficult for me at at the beginning, as you can imagine, because I talk so much. So, yeah, along the way, I've learned that, no, it's very important because obviously I can always listen to my own voice later. Very important that when you're engaging with people, you take a good, good listen. You might take away a lot of very good pointers and discover that these people are actually aligned to what you are trying to do. So probably you won't even feel the need to speak to have a chat with the speaker if you've got the relevant people right here in front of you. So basically introducing yourself nicely to the conversation. Nobody's first saying, hi, I'm so-and-so, no. People are talking about what? The weather, load shedding, the economy, the repo rate. You're also nodding away and you slither in nicely into the conversation. Usually this works nicely with a group of three or four people. That is very, very nice. And then I move on to the subtle intro. Like I said, when you slither into the conversation, it's not 
up up front that okay hi i'm truly no people are not talking that now yeah we're busy talking about load shedding we're gonna stick to load shedding we're not gonna divert to who you are okay because chances are all these person that all these people that are actually having a conversation they don't know each other also they're just talking on something common and there is where you come in four people or a bigger group is always even easier to to approach because then you get to listen a lot and get a lot of energies and see who you might have synergies with and then continue with that separate with that separate occasion so also very important get away from people that you know at a networking event, you're always going to have a chance. You're always going to chat with them later. I just feel like it's so wasted if I'm going with somebody that I know to an event, then I spend the whole time chatting to that very same person. I just don't do that. And, and the people that I go with, they usually know this. If they don't, they'll find out when we're in the room that I'm going to be working the room. There's no time to now talk about chomi, chomi things. We'll talk about that when we leave the room and when we debrief or we chat about. But very important to just not always go to the people that you already know. One time I went to an event, I was invited uh, by a lady that I know. She's also like at the mayor's office or something. And when I met her, they, um, they were launching like this hotel. And I had been going there, but I just wanted to like meet the people and stuff. And then when I went to meet, she was in conversation with two other the hotel owners actually the co-founders and she was standing there with them and I thought oh my god you know because she's already there and it's a group of three it's going to be easy the nice thing is that she's already there so I walk up to them she doesn't understand for that lady didn't know me quite well but she was just being kind inviting me to come along not understanding that I'm somebody that loves to work the room and just get to know people and just network you know when I get to situations like that so when I walked up to them and before I could even speak she was like you know no wait for me over there wait for me over there I'll chat to you later Oh my God, I was just so embarrassed. And the other two, the two co-owners were like looking at each other like, and I felt like, oh my gosh, this is just so embarrassing because I actually wasn't coming to you. You know, I'm just coming to the group and making conversation and so forth. So basically those things can be quite a deterrent. That's why I say it's not always safe to go to people that you know at a networking event. The whole point of going to network is to meet other people and to engage. So yeah, but obviously <laughs> I walked around, I walked out, <laughs> I walked away because I was being chased away. And fortunately I was sitting at a nice table where the people were attracting a lot of good energies. So the co-founder, the, both the co-founders ended up coming to our desk in any way. So, and then I, I had my chat from there on. So it's very important, guys, even if you do go with somebody at a networking event, that you're not just hogging that person. Sometimes I go to an event with the speaker or the person that is celebrated or the celebrity 
I will never ever try to speak to that person. I mean, in the room, I'm probably driving back with them, you know, so I'm going to chat with them. I have them on my speed dial. I have them on my number. I've got WhatsApp. I can chat with them at any time, but you just give that person an opportunity to work the room. And also you don't deprive yourself of the opportunity to work the room yourself and engage with other people and meet other people. Because I notice a lot of people, they like to stand together when they are at a networking function, if they arrive together. And I remember from my early days when I go with my colleague, Usetu, she's so shy. I used to just leave her there because I really, I can't babysit her. I'm there to work the room. I could always chat with her later. And, you know, after years of doing these, with Usetu, you know, we started working together in 2018. And now in 2023, she leaves me there, you know. <laughs> She's the one that leaves me there. So it's very important, guys, to just get away from the norm. Leave the person that you know. And, you know, it's very important to to, to just meet new people, engage and engage. And then I want to talk about the dress sense just a little bit. Depends on the type of event that you're going to. Recently, I went to a women's event. I was a speaker there. I was so overwhelmed, guys, because oh, it was being organized by somebody who does events regularly and there was going to be like a high caliber of businesswoman and, and, and. So, you know what we go through as women, the outfit, oh my God, I'm too big for this, my hair, and, and, and. Very important to check what you're going to look like beforehand. Actually, put it on, put it on, whatever, and see if it fits properly. You'll be surprised on the day, all of a sudden, there's no button on the zip is messed up. All of a sudden, your day starts de deteriorating from there on. Oh, the car doesn't have petrol, you late. Oh, you know, things just go wrong. So very important. At least know that your outfit is covered. And I remember with this Women's Day event, I wanted to take a little bit of a risk and do my own hair. Like, okay, I went to the salon, but I mean, like, I wasn't wearing a wig or having like braids or any extensions. I was going to wear my own hair. And yeah, well, it was a good experiment, but <laughs> I remember. So they did do my hair like with a tongue and stuff and it lasted and it was quite nice. But the problem was now after a couple of hours, my hair started to turn back to its Afro. Why? And when I went there, it was tongued and it was a different texture. So my hair was beginning to look like uh, water or rain had fallen onto it because it was just becoming so natural. Listen, I had to leave there in a hurry. Fortunately, the event was done. I had already spoke and, you know, everybody was leaving in any case. So <laughs> those are some of the <laughs> problems you can encounter. Anyway, so... Very important to check your dress sense. Like, you know, if it's going to be a corporate function, it's always, always important. Like this, the course that I was on, they spoke very firmly about this. Mostly the people there will wear black. They will wear black suits, white tie. Mostly the ladies 
in black high heels. You need to be that lady in the yellow jacket or in the red jacket or, you know, in the white blazer. You need to be that person that we remember in the room. Because if you're going to follow the trait of wearing black like everybody else in the room, then you're not going to be so memorable. The whole idea about this is because you want to become a person that people remember in the room. So very important. This is also even for a clarification meeting, you know. It's fine. Put on your bright colors. Don't be forgettable. Don't be wearing dark, dark suits like the rest of the people. So this is one of the things that were drilled in, and I actually quite enjoy it. I do it quite often. Most of these corporate gigs that I go to, I will wear like one bright item at least that will make me just stand out from the rest of the people. So very, very important. Don't blend in. Don't blend in. And when you start to engage with the people and the conversations, Take people's numbers or email address or even their websites. Very important to do that so that you can stay in touch. And I've noticed the new thing now, which I love so much, is like when you take somebody's number, sometimes you don't even have to like contact them. So I post a lot about my business. So what I do is when I take the person number, I open them up to my status and they will see me post about my work or whatever. Then they will remember, oh, it's that girl. So sometimes it's not even a matter of taking somebody's number because you're going to call. Sometimes you take it just so that you're able to showcase what you do. And I do it a lot whereby I will close off some of the people when I post like personal or fun things and then I will close off some of the people and then for the ones that I'm targeting to see my business I will open them up when I post the status about my business on WhatsApp so that that taking of the number is very good and sometimes it's just created like good friendships good friendships of people that I've only met once one lady I met last year at this event that I was talking about the one for the launch of the hotel and we took each other's numbers down just the day before yesterday. I've been seeing her statuses throughout the year. And yesterday I just wished her happy birthday because she posted and I said her name. And she was so shocked. But of course, I remember her name because I saved it when we first met. So when I wished her happy birthday, she was quite happy. And yeah, it's somebody that I could see ourselves doing business together in the future because she also posts quite a bit about her business and stuff. So just making those friendships or those networks, you never know where it's going to count for you. Like I've kept lots of people's numbers because of that. And then also another one, the actual last one, but I do have a little bonus after this one, that you become a bit rusty if you don't do this often. Guys, you know, there's a time where you just network, all the invitations are coming. Sometimes you decline these ones and you go for those ones because you know what you want out of an event. You're not just going for the sake of uh, eating a three-course meal. <laughs> So, so by selecting the one that you want to go to, sometimes I fall into a, what you call, a moment of just not wanting to be around people. 
And sometimes that drags and it takes a lot to get yourself to go out there again. And it becomes such a mission. I can tell you, even though you are somebody that was so used to working the room, it feels like you're starting from scratch when you haven't done it in a long time. And it's good to always remind yourself of the pointers, like how you must wear, what you must do. It's very easy to just forget about preparing your mind and preparing for what you're going to wear and just waking up in the morning and you know, getting dressed, or you already know what you're going to wear, but you didn't actually put it on to see if it looks the way you want to present yourself on the day, you know? So those are very important. And oh my gosh, I could never forget, like right at the beginning of the year, the last one I had gone to was like in October, November. And then I got invited to one in January and I decided to go. I was feeling so lost. Oh my gosh, I was feeling so lost. And I remember I also went to say to, to would say to on this one. And she was working the room and walking across. And oh my God, it was just so hard for me. But like I said, I started from scratch. I found the guy who's standing there on his on his own, feeling awkward, went to greet him, and then we started a conversation. And then there it goes with the taking of the numbers and 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 so it becomes very, very interesting when you be, haven't been networking for a while. You feel like you're starting from scratch, but I mean, it's something that you have to do. And it's something, you know, you just get used to. You get used to until, again, you go hibernate. Then when you have to come out again, it's like a whole thing. But it's fun. It's actually quite a lot of fun. And it just expresses that human side, you know. And it's very good to always not approach it with a textbook in hand because that's not how you're going to make connections and friendships. It's going to be very good if you come as yourself and you engage people on that level. If you're passionate about your work or your business or just your personal life, you always will attract the the person who who meets that or understands that level of conversation sometimes not <laughs> sometimes not i've i've had to sometimes see oh this conversation is becoming very difficult but okay, you find your way and you navigate the purpose of this is also just to challenge yourself as well because it can be really really nerve-wracking so here's my little bonus how do you get invited to these events? Guys, fortunately, right now, there's all these webinars flowing around, you know. There's all these webinars flowing around. That is a good opportunity to meet new people. In your own private space, using your own computer, don't let those just fly by. If you see that this webinar is something that is going to be quite interesting or something that you would like to hear about. Very important to, to tap into that. When you tap into that, you're going to meet people that also celebrate the same type of, of energy or the same type of work or networking opportunities. And there you can start making your connections. They will invite you to the next one. One of the people will invite you to something else. And there it goes. There it goes. You're somebody now that gets invites 
to webinars and then it becomes to one of the face-to-face events and all of a sudden you are being invited to this. Remember, we're not walking around just randomly accepting invitations, you know. (laughs) We have a target here. We know what we're trying to do and we know who we're trying to engage. So that is something very important when it comes to selecting what event you're going to go to or how to attract these types of of engagements and networking. There's one particular breakfast that I go to. I used to go to your, since I was in Cape Town, I used to go to that breakfast since years ago. And now I automatically receive invitations. And if I can make it, I always go. So very important to make sure you stay in the radar of the people that sends out these type of, of, of invitations. Sometimes you can even be online. The webinars are very fruitful and it's a very nice place to meet a nice bunch of people. So guys, I hope you enjoyed this as much as I have. I hope you make good use of this information today. (laughs) Don't go disturbing two people chatting. (laughs) Uh, That is it. Thank you. Bye.